0: Blinded by the circumstances of life, situations, screaming you won't survive. Devil's convinced he'll make you give in. That this battle isn't the Lord's, but that it's his. His arms folded, smiling wide, while you contemplate suicide. Losing your mind, running out of time, peace within is hard to find. Searching the scriptures seems hard to do. You're talking to God, devil's talking to you. Mind simply will not grasp the truth, exhausted by trials that come against you. The Lord chimes in. The battle is his. Even in the midst of all your tears, gripped by fears, trying to drown voices whispering to you for years, demons in your ears, making God's voice just a little unclear. This situation is not how it appears, thus says the Lord as he draws near. Where is your faith? Set your sight on me, and get your eyes off what you see. For I am he that delivereth thee. I already said my words shall not return void to me. But Lord, it looks so bleak. Feels like I'm dying within. He replied, it looked bleak when I died, but didn't I rise again? You think you're fighting and losing battle when I have declared it's mine. I am the God who never loses, so let me fight this time. Don't worry about what it's not, because when I speak, it becomes. And if I say the devil is defeated, you can believe it's done. I am the God that fights for you. All of my words, they are the truth. Everything I've promised, yes, I will do. Everything I water, it bears much fruit. Trust in me. Firmly believe. Be convinced that I am he. And in the meantime, get your eyes off what you see. Hello, it's your girl, it's your friend, your sis, your chica, your homegirl in the gospel, Lyric McCree. Let's talk about it. Thank you so much for stopping by my podcast. I am Excited to have been able to share with you um, just briefly that poem that I penned called Get Your Eyes Off What You See. And it comes from the scripture that talks about walking by faith and not by sight, which is 2 Corinthians 5-7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. And it spoke to me and has spoken to me for many years um it's it's one of my favorites because um it's such an anthem a cry for how we should walk with the lord not looking at our circumstances not looking at anyone around us not being moved by what we see and it's not always that easy in fact i would say that it's not easy But um, the Lord does tell us to look at him and to keep our eyes on what he has promised. And not look at our circumstances and those things that are going on um, around us or in our lives. Because though they may be happening, that is a fact. But the truth is that the Lord has overcome them all. And so... We should take heart in that. And I'm thankful um, that the Lord has allowed this opportunity to even share with you. So the poem comes from a situation that I was in some years ago where I was homeless. Um, I was attending a church and uh, one of the. One of the members there, she worked for the police department, and she came up to me one day after church, or one evening, rather, and she asked me, do you need somewhere to live? And I was just so shocked because no one knew my situation. I hadn't spoken to anyone. Um, I hadn't even been there long enough to just really feel comfortable to disclose that information, so she came up to me and she asked me if I needed somewhere to live. And the truth was that I did. Uh, my grandmother had recently passed and my one of my uncles um, had basically forged her will and had it executed improperly. And it left me homeless and looking for somewhere to live. Um, He stole my inheritance and a lot of things that belonged to me that I believe that my grandmother intended for me to have. And so I was in a really bad place. And I was so angry and so upset because I felt like out of all the things that I have gone through in my life and in my family, I just couldn't believe that the Lord was allowing yet another thing. Like, not only has my childhood been horrific, but I felt like now you are allowing something else to be stolen from me, something else to be taken from me. And it just, it was all bad. It was all bad. I just was really really angry if I can just tell the truth. And I know that there are many Christians who have been angry with God. And somehow church and religious leaders have made you feel like you have to always feel a certain way um, about the Lord or you are not a Christian and you don't really love him. And listen, (laughs) I don't love anybody more than I love the Lord. Let's just keep it 100. Never have. I just felt so, not betrayed, but I felt so let down and disappointed. Because I felt like, Lord, all these years I've been walking with you and I have believed in you since I was a child. And this is the result that I'm going to get at the end? Are you kidding me? Like, really? I just was, I was infuriated. I really was. And so, anyway... His grace, though, his grace is amazing because in spite of my attitude and how I was feeling and I was venting and I was not speaking kindly to the Lord. And I'll just leave it like that. But I did not have kind words for him. And not only did he show me his mercy, but he still showed me grace and he showed me. Favor and he revealed to me in such an obvious way that he was still looking out for me, even though that was happening it it wasn't the end of the world so this woman um, back to this woman from church who comes up to me and asks me if I need somewhere to live and yes I did. And so I, I broke down to start crying because I didn't even, I couldn't even believe it was happening. And so I told her, um, yes. And then afterward, when we walked outside, I just, you know, briefly told her what was going on. And she said, she said, I know that I heard the Lord told me to ask you, tell me to ask you that, excuse me. And. I just want you to know that if you need some help, that I'm willing to help you. So, I did not vet her. I did not. Nothing. (laughs) She could have been a false prophet. I don't know. I just, (laughs) I was so desperate and she was so accurate when she approached me that I was like, either this has to be the Lord or this is like the most clever witch ever. (laughs) So, I trusted that the Lord was in this thing. And so I ended up going to her house for like, I would say like two and a half, almost three months. I had my own room. Um, It was nice. It was big. It was clean. She and her little chihuahuas were the only one that lived there. (laughs) And I had no issues with her. She didn't charge me rent. She didn't charge me for food. She didn't. She didn't charge me for anything. In fact, she told me any money that I got that I should save it so that when I move, um, I can have everything that I need. And I was going to get a settlement soon. And so, and she did know about it. And I offered, you know, to give her money, but she told me no. And so it, it's just, it was just the favor of God. And so one night while I was staying in her home, I would say this, it was the second night that I was there. I was still upset with God, uh, you know, about the way everything was happening. And I sat on that bed and I, I cried and I vented to him and I just told him how I really, really felt. And it was not cute because I don't do cute. <laughs> when I talk to the Lord, I tell him how I really feel because he knows anyway. So who am I kidding? like who who myself he knows exactly what I want to say, how I want to say it, he understands why I want to say it and and everything that's going on inside of me, and so I have just never felt like I needed to sugarcoat or approach God a certain way, and there are people who would disagree in fact, I am sure that. There are times that I have spoken to the Lord and some other Christian would swear I was not even saved because, girl, ain't you scared? <laughs> how are you talking to the Lord like that? Because this is how I feel. And this is what I I need to express. Like there's a scripture that talks about or it says that he desires truth in the inward parts. I don't remember where it's found, but it's there. Um, Google it. That he desires truth in the inward parts. So, he's not looking for me to be sugarcoating stuff. Now, does it mean just be disrespectful and all that? No. But, you know, the Lord's idea of disrespectful and man's idea of disrespectful are two different things. Because the Lord understands way more than man could ever understand. Um, He knows where uh words and things and uh gestures and hollering and all that. He knows where it's coming from. And so he knows if someone is just being flat out disrespectful and if someone is hurting so much that they just don't have any other way to express what they are feeling, and so that's what that's what they're doing. And so I am by no means telling you to just flat out, you know, not care how you approach the Lord. But I am saying that he understands um how you feel, where you're coming from, where it's coming from, why it's coming from you, and what provoked what you're feeling. So be honest with the Lord. Be honest with yourself and does that. So anyway, uh, back to being at this woman's home, (laughs) I was in the room venting. And when I finished venting, um, I got quiet for a second and I started hearing, get your eyes off what you see. And I got so excited because the feeling that I got was the feeling that I often got when the Lord was sharing something with me, um, particularly in the form of a poem. So (laughs) I started jumping up and down. I got off the bed and I jumped up and down. I was like, wait, 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 Lauren, wait, you're about to speak. I need a pencil. And so I'm looking for a pencil and a pen and I finally got one and I grabbed one of my poetry books. And that is the poem that uh, came from that particular moment. And I remember after I read it, I went and I I told the woman I was staying with, um, Miss Margaret, I said, Miss Margaret, Miss Margaret, you have to hear this. You have to hear this. And she's like, what, what? So she knew that I wrote poetry, but um she had only heard me in church, I think one other time. Um yeah, I would say one time. Um so I went in her in the living room and I'm jumping up and down and I'm saying, You need to hear this, you need to hear this, and so I I read the poem to her, and the rest was history. She was like, Girl, are you serious? You mean to tell me you sat in my house and you wrote that poem and the Lord visited you and you ain't come and get me? And I just fell out laughing because I'm just like, um yeah, when the Lord is talking, you're not really thinking about running to get someone. That that wasn't on my mind, but it was cute because she was really serious. Like, you mean to tell me the Lord and came into my home and I didn't even know it, and you didn't come get me? And I was like, oh no. <laughs> so, um, I just I felt really encouraged by that and. Like I said, to stay with her after that was really, it was very unproblematic. Like there were no, no incidents, nothing, no, no, nothing. It was just, there was peace. It was, it flowed. And shortly after that, um, the Lord provided me with somewhere to live. And I was grateful and I was able to, you know, do a couple of things to bless her. Nothing nothing extravagant because she wouldn't accept that anyway, but I did want to show my gratitude. And so um I thank the Lord for that. But I I'm I'm most grateful for the lesson and for what I learned about God, about myself in that moment and why it's so important for us to walk by faith and not by sight because I could have ended everything in that moment because I was that distraught. Like I could have literally ended everything because I was so angry and I was so hurt. And I just felt like, God, you have let me down again. But it's because I didn't have the proper perspective. And the word says that in this life, we will have um, tribulations and we'll have trials in this world in this world not in this life but in this world we will have tribulations and we will have trials but take heart for I have overcome the world that is what the Lord is saying that is what Jesus said in spite of the tribulations and the trials and the difficulties and the circumstances that are Seemingly adverse to us. For us to take heart. And when he says take heart. That means to take courage. To be courageous. Because he has already overcome the world. There is nothing in this world. That we could go through. That he has not overcome. It doesn't seem like it sometimes. But. Either his word is true. Or it is not. And if we are his people. And we are. His children, that His word has to be true for us. Because if not for us, then who? His word is literally for His people. And so, as His people, we have to take Him at His word. Like, would you want to be in a relationship with somebody who's pouring their heart out to you, willing to give their life for you, give up everything for you? Because that is what God did. When he gave us Jesus, he gave up everything for us. And that is how we gauge how much he must love us. Because if we really understood how much he loved Jesus, the fact that he was willing to give Jesus up for us is a clear indication of how much he loves us. Because I know there is not one person Nobody that is giving up their child for anybody. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm just not. I would not give up my daughter for anyone. Period. I'm not volunteering for that. And neither are you. And so, but he did, you know, he did. I'm willing to give up my son for you. Because I love you that much and I want relationship and covenant with you. I want to be in covenant with you so much. That I am willing to give up everything for you. Because when he gave up Jesus, he literally gave up everything. And so I just I encourage you to really, really understand how much the Lord loves you how he demonstrated his love for you through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and how Christ sacrificed his life for us so much that he loved that he loved us so much that he sacrificed his life for us. Excuse me, that he demonstrated how much he loved us because he was willing to sacrifice his life for us. That's what I was trying to say. I don't know what I said, but... That's what I was trying to say. And so I am really excited um, to just experience some more um, revelation and experiences with the Lord. And I feel like I have had tons of them, tons of experiences with the Lord. But um, I still look forward to learning more more about his grace, more about his love, more about who I am, more about who he has called me to be. And I look forward to seeing how many people will be drawn by his love and by his grace and give their lives to him because he loves them and he loves you and anyone who is listening who does not know the Lord. Who does not have a relationship. With the living God. It is my prayer. That you discover. That he reveal. Some kind of way. Because he has all kinds of ways. He knows how to reach us. And so I pray that on your level. That he would. Show you and reveal to you. How much he loves you. How important you are to him. And how. He does not want to spend eternity without you and you don't have to do and you don't have to. All you have to do is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. It's that simple. Confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. savior. Repent of your sins. And be willing to turn and to put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's so simple. The only person that it was really difficult for was Jesus. Because he gave up everything. He gave up everything for us. And all we have to do is confess and believe. That's it. That's it. And then he makes your life (laughs) more valuable than it could ever be. He'll make your walk with him more wonderful than you could ever imagine. And all of the things that you have gone through, you can be healed of them. Every sickness you can be healed of. Every... I mean, there is so many benefits (laughs) to walking with the Lord. (laughs) Like, I don't even understand how people deny him because there are just so many benefits to being in a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Like, it just never ends. There's healing. There's deliverance. There's forgiveness. There's right standing with God. There's eternity with Jesus Christ. There's provision. There's protection. There's blessing. There's so many things. I can't even name them all. But I do know. That I have experienced. All of them. I'm not even. Making any of this up. Like I have experienced. The power. The presence. And. The gifts of God. I have experienced. The healings and the. Provisions and. The healings of God. Like the Lord has done so much for me. I really cannot tell it all. And I'd never be able to get it all in one episode of a podcast. Because quite frankly, none of us just have that kind of time. (laughs) And that is how extensive the Lord's grace and his love has extended to me. There's no way. I can tell you all in one episode, but I can tell you to walk by faith and not by sight. I can tell you that the Lord loves you more than you'll ever know. And he has plans for you. I can tell you that it gets better. And so I pray that wherever this podcast finds you that the Lord's will be done for your life, that it would change your life that God would multiply and bless and elevate and illuminate and express and reveal his love, his power, his mercy, his grace, his goodness, his will for each and every one of your lives in Jesus name. Thank you so much for your time and don't Forget to talk about it.